Hello and welcome to You and You, the podcast that you listen to. Dutch, you listen to? Wait, wait a minute. Is this podcast being recorded in Dutch? No, man. It's in English. What are you talking about? Are, are you not listening? It is supposed to be the podcast that you listen to, that you pay attention to, not that it is in Dutch. But it is true that it is recorded from the Netherlands to the world because I'm the student ambassador of the MPP of University of Maastricht and United Nations University. My name is Leopoldo and my mission is to bring you insights into what is the experience of doing this program. And for that purpose, today I brought an amazing guest. She is from Egypt, like the pyramids themselves, but unlike the pyramids, she has been moving a lot throughout of her life. Now, I know there is some controversy over that topic on whether the pyramids were there or brought in some spaceship by some people from Mars. I don't know if there is people in Mars or merely inhabitants. I don't know how to call them. I don't want to offend anybody from Mars. I think Mariam has never been to Mars, not that I know of. I don't know if she has an opinion on this, but she has many interests indeed and some unintended experience on foreign affairs and you will find out why in a minute. Rather unsurprisingly, she ended up choosing the specialization on foreign policy. So if that is a topic that you are interested in and you want to know how Mariam discovered her own passion in life, maybe this is a podcast that you will like to hear. Now, without any further delays, here's my conversation with Mariam and I hope you enjoy the show. Maybe we can start by you telling us a bit about your upbringing. Where did you grow up? Uh, okay, so thank you for having me. I am from Egypt. I was born there and I moved around a lot as a kid. So I was born in Egypt, but I was brought up in England and then we moved also to Italy. We spent some time in Saudi Arabia and then uh, the Netherlands. And why is the traveling? Why so much moving? And my dad's a diplomat, so yes. uh, since we were a kid, it's like, tra it, not tradition, but part of his job is to move around every four years. So some of the times we'd go with him, sometimes we wouldn't, depending on like the country. So um, we're used to it, I guess. What language do you speak at home? Um, I think, so mainly English and Arabic, both, both of them together, like a mix. <laughs> okay, but you still chose to do your university? Mm-hmm. In Egypt, yes. right? You came back to your roots. Yeah. How, did, how was it? Did you have to learn Arabic? Yes, I did. For the university? Uh, yes. I mean, I, I, I had really bad Arabic as a kid um, because... Right, written Arabic. And also speaking, like I really spoke really badly because um, I hadn't spent any time in, Ar in Egypt and we had a lot of English at home. So my Arabic was horrible, but um, my mom always brought the like curriculum, the Egyptian curriculum, and while I was doing American school, she would teach me Arabic. And then when I went back to Egypt, you have to take this test just to go to university. It's it's basic, it's like Arabic, but it's very intense. And like even the people living in Egypt all their life kind of struggle from it. It's like a kind of scary test. Yeah. 
So yeah, that was really, um, that was actually a struggle. Like most of our, my family thought, we definitely thought I was going to fail. Um, so they had me like for four weeks in like a boot camp to kind of study and like do nothing but just study the whole curriculum. Oh my God. Yeah, it was really intense. Um, because it decides a lot. Like if you don't do it, you're, you're either have to, you only have like another chance to redo it or you don't go to university right away. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it also was something for me that I think my family wanted me to, to have it. What was your bachelor about? Just uh, international business. And what do you think, for example, from going through that experience in the university, are the main challenges that you observed in that country? I think, um, yeah, when I was studying in university, Egypt was going through a lot of change because we had, it, like, the revolution had just finished and um, we were adapting to a lot. Which revolution? Um, the 2011 revolution, when uh, they removed the the current president, was which was Mubarak, and mm -hmm. he was there for like 30 years, and then they removed him, and the Muslim Brotherhood took control, and then afterwards the military removed the Muslim Brotherhood. Um, yeah. So it was a whole revolution, um, and the country needed to readjust and be able to stand on its feet because the revolution, like it helped a lot of people, but it did a lot of damage to mm -hmm. the economy and tourism and a lot of things that just base the country. So one of the things with like the normal infrastructure was really poor at the time because of the revolution, like just basic safety, security needs. And I think grow, like doing my studies there while they were trying to get the country back on its feet made me see a lot of stuff. Like we saw how they were like readjusting education measures, how they were trying to get the economy to be able to sustain itself like the currency had dropped immensely then and we we all suffered from it because of the currency and i think we saw like year by year how it slightly started to improve and when it dropped we were affected like we we, we went through all the changes um and i think i think they have a long way to go so definitely there's a lot of policies that haven't still been adjusted But it's a lot to take on from like a m like one month to change the whole country's agenda for the next 20, 30 years. One month. Yeah, like okay. the revolution when it yeah. started. It obviously took a year and a half, but I mean, the beginning of it, um, that year changed, I think, Egypt's like whole... I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, I can relate to that. Argentina in one month changes the idea. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like we have many revolutions every year. We yeah. have even... Not knowing. changing the government, yeah, without even explicitly exactly. knowing about it. So for for you, I can imagine like stability was uh, something to acquire. I must imagine that you say, oh, how can we bring this to this country? Or yeah, something like that. Um, it was definitely something I always wanted to look into. Was like how you see how the country can be like can stand on its feet, and you see that the this, the benefits of it and like the the things that actually make it such a good country and you feel like it could be, but there's so many struggles and so many obstacles right now just because of the different um, political parties, because of the different um, history, all of the things coming together. And I think Egypt, like I think the main goal all of us have right now as Egyptians is to have stability. And I think that's why, that's our bar right now. Like if you ask an Egyptian, they'll tell you, we want to be stable. Like we have, 
stability is our key goal just with when it comes to our economy to kind of feel like you are in a safe country and recently they've made it much safer i think and once we got that a lot of people were so much happier yeah like it's a really small thing yeah. for other countries but for yeah. us it's like I can it's everything i feel you totally yeah Maria. i mean it's like our own tailored sustainability exactly right? <laughs> so those were your concerns when you were studying yeah. why did you decided to switch to policy i mean mm. did you work in the middle um okay so i really didn't know what to study for a long time um i had switched from a lot of things in my head in school and then I had done model UN and in school and mm -hmm. that actually made me start thinking about politics. I hadn't at all before that. And once I started doing it, I did it for a few years as a delegate and I was extremely interested, like it was my passion. And I think I hadn't noticed then how interested I was in it. And then I went into university. I didn't do a lot of like academic work in model UN. I was mostly organizational. But I got to see the conferences, I got to see the topics, I studied a bit, I traveled, I was a delegate for a few times. And I realized that I always had the passion to talk about these topics. And I was most interested in a conversation when we were talking about policy and like how I want to change a few things, how I feel like I'm not satisfied unless I'm either working or talking about something that has to do with getting my country to, yeah, to succeed and be sustainable. That is amazing. That yeah. is amazing. You chose the specialization of foreign policy, yeah. right? Why? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of... Okay, so the specialization is kind of different than actually like some of my interests, and I think that's why. Um, I think coming from Egypt, we hear and we have a lot of uh, discussions and debates about foreign policy, and I think uh, most developing countries not they have a lot of their like their success and a lot of their work and i feel like foreign policy affects it a lot mm -hmm. and i was always interested in how this is actually done in real life so the actual like law behind it the actual foreign policy of each country the, the technicalities of it i was always interested because i actually wanted to study uh, economics and law before policy like that was my other option mm -hmm. and when reading into the specialization um The, the different subjects they have, they talk about trade, they talk about finance, they talk about law. I felt like that kind of combination would really ha help me have a really strong background. So when trying to tackle different topics or coming from a developing country, I felt like it would really help me um, have a strong base. Um, well, sounds very good. <laughs> Now, I would like to know about your artistic side. <laughs> You have an, yeah. uh, an acting passion, among other stuff. And how do you think that fits all your life or your previous experience? How you, do you glue all those things together? For me, for example, it was a thing as well. I, I'm a musician mm. too. Yeah. And it took me some time to integrate all of those things. How did that work for you? Um, I think acting as a kid actually helped me like bring out my character so I think acting was kind of how I expressed myself uh, and it always made me feel comfortable expressing myself and speaking and I think that always pushed me to be more outspoken and have a better public speaking kind of profile 
And I think when I had trouble or like when I was facing struggles in, in expressing myself, I'd always go to acting because it was kind of my safe space. And I think it helped me grow and be able to speak in a way. Like in university, I think one of the, the things that I used to love doing was presentations and people found that super weird. And I think it was because of my acting. I, w I was really happy when I was presenting yeah. because it, uh, it, it... I mean, you didn't know what to say, but you say... Cook. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, just like improvising and like, I remember yeah. all the presentations that we were never prepared for. Um, I'd love to improvise and yeah. I think I got that from acting. That's like, good. I, yeah. I know that real. It feels good. To yeah, <laughs> to just be able to, uh, on your feet, improvise. Anyway, all these guys know something. I, I yeah, know. you know so much. I just know, I just know how to say it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what then is the vision you have for your own future? That's a hard question. I don't know, like I have two sides, I guess. Um, one side, I have a vision that I want to get into the sphere of education and change it. I have a lot of passion in that regard, but there's another part of me that has a really strong passion towards arts and like in general, like I, um, acting, arts, music, all of that. And I, I kind of have this goal to combine both of them together because I feel like this was a very big part of my upbringing. Like it contributed to your character and I've always wanted to bring the two together. So yeah. kind of having your own uh, safe space in art combined yeah. with your education. It's like we wire the experiences of the world through the things we do, right? Yeah. When you create a character, Mm -hmm. <laughs> you are taking something of the environment and making it reborn, yeah. right? Like having an impact on the reality. Is that your thing? Do you want to pursue a more academic path or a path of action? And has yeah. the program worked so far in any of those directions for you? Um, so before the program I had no idea like I was that was the question like how do I start or like what path do I take because it's pretty broad and you could like you said you could do it from different ways but I think while doing the program it started to narrow down to me that I want to do um, academic for a while to strengthen my base because what I want to do is like I, I think I'm pretty I'm, it might be a bit too ambitious, but I see a really big end goal. So I feel like I want to do academic in the beginning to be able to strengthen it. And then once I'm ready, I want to switch to taking a more action-based kind of lifestyle. That is good. I'm mm. glad. Is it helping then? What is the, the program? program? <laughs> yes, it is. Honestly, um, Like last year in COVID, I was really lost and I had so many thoughts in my head and it was really hard to put them down. And I think because I'm studying what I want to study, it helps me like brainstorm what I'm actually going to do with it. And having a mentor also has really helped. So I think that was one of the biggest things. Like my mentor early on helped me like specify my path and like helped me jot down what was confusing in my head. And I was able to use that in my courses, so it benefited me, like I knew what I wanted and it kind of helped me narrow it down. Perfect. Maria, mm -hmm. thank you very much. <laughs> I think it has been a wonderful talk. Thank you. Thank you.